Welcome into Baltimore Sports Today for Monday, July 31st, 2017. This is episode 413. I'm Zach Will from BaltimoreSportsReport.com. Joined as always by my good pal, Jabby Burns. How are you today, Jab? Uh, Zach, I'm doing so great. It is a wonderful day. It's trade deadline day. You and I doing it kind of in the middle of everything going on. I'm staring at the Pacific Ocean with a Ale Smith San Diego Pale Ale 394. Look that up, all you beer snobs out there. Fantastic brewer. And of course, anytime you can put Tony Gwynn and a good pale ale together, Zach, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, you just sent me a picture too. It looks awesome. I love the can, uh, the, cool. the logo on the can, and everything. That is that is awesome. So and don't cool. care what time. Don't worry about what time you think it is here on the uh, West Coast. It's eleven thirty. <laughs> it's eleven thirty-five. But out here, you're allowed to have that. You don't have to start till noon. So that's what we're here for. Zach, I've been up early, banging the phones. I feel like Rockabaco without all the good sources and the good hair. Um, but I'm telling you, buddy, there's a lot of things going on, Zach, and so many things that I want to just lay right out there and give out to the, to the one and nine, since we haven't been here almost like a blockbuster show. I'm not willing to give you everything out yet that I've, that I've, that I've heard Zach, but let's just say this one before, as we're recording, Zach Britton has not been traded. I would right. be completely shocked if he was not gone by the deadline. I think it will go up to the deadline because that means that the Orioles are fielding offers from, in my opinion, three different teams. Um, I think it's the Dodgers. I do think the Nationals are involved. As many people don't think they are, I think they are involved. And I think the Astros are our best chain chance for Zach Britton and getting prospects back. But I think other things could happen. And I'm just going to tell you this, Zach. And I told you in a text what is going on. If you think Dan Duquette's going to be the GM after this season, I've got some land. What do they say? i got some desert for you to, to, the, to buy whatever the bad cliche is because it ain't happening. This front office is about to be blown up. So that's like five different things. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in and, and start with just the Zach Britton thing. So it does look like three teams are in on Zach Britton uh, as my phone continues to buzz with updates uh, at, at the trade deadline. So uh, Houston, obviously, with a really deep farm system and, and an incredible record there in the American League, making a strong push. Uh, we've heard the Dodgers as well, sort of same thing, but in a, in a different league. Great record, great great farm system, a lot of pieces that uh, that are expendable for them. Um, and, and Washington kind of being the, uh, what the, the, I, I think I'd be the most surprised if the, if the Orioles made a deal with the Nationals, not only given their, their history, but just the, the two teams kind of matching up and, and finding some common ground really, and, and not being able to get more from, uh, the other two. But as of right now, yeah, we're sitting here talking, Zach Britton is still a Baltimore Oriole. How likely do you think it is that he gets dealt? And, and what are the Orioles looking for in return for a guy who, you know, was, was the best closer in baseball last year, um, has, has been injured a little bit this year. We've kind of seen the market seem to kind of fluctuate a little bit, obviously, at the deadline. Um, it, it appears to have uh, picked up a little bit, but what is realistic for them to get back? Well, I would think that based on the bidding war that's going on, Zach, I think that they'll be able to, to get a haul back, honestly. I mean, I'm starting with this something as high as – and maybe we think it's crazy, and I put it out on Twitter, and people think I'm crazy. But Bregman, Martez, and from what I heard, you can get a prospect as well. That's how much value Zach Britton has by now. And what I like about the fact that – and again, we're recording this before that things have happened, but you know, we'll get it out as soon as we, as we can – is – I like that there's a bunch of teams bidding. And you know what those teams that are bidding, Zach? Those are teams with some fantastic prospects. Now, I think the Nationals are the longest shot just because of what's going on and 
dumb things like the Orioles are going to make them double pay for things. I don't know where that's coming from. I, I've talked to a guy that, that that's never been said. They will deal with them. I'll just say this. Rizzo and Dan don't get along, but Rizzo and maybe the manager get along. So maybe as we're transitioning into that, maybe that could happen. Um, I got so many things, too, on the, the Helixon deal, the Kim thing, and how that whole thing went down as well. That was just completely dumbfounded on a Friday. It's almost like I tried, tried to bury it there. But I think Zach, in general, Zach Britton is 90% going to be on a different team. And to be honest with you, I'm, I'm not that upset about it. I told you I would have traded him in the offseason. Yeah, I've, I will be very curious uh, how much Britton fetches. And, and based on the rumors today, I'd be surprised if he's not dealt also. Uh, it, it's worth mentioning that the Indians have been tied to, uh, to Zach Britton as well. Um, so we've seen you know that that team surfaces as another possible contender for uh, for a deal for Zach Britton, um, but I'd be surprised if you and I talked tomorrow and, and Britton was still in an Orioles uniform. I, I don't know that it's going to fetch. Uh, he's going to fetch quite as much as, as fans are hoping that he's going to. Uh, I hope so because the Orioles you know need the pieces and and need to. Um, have have major league talent and also talent that uh, that they can build around in the minor league system. So um, all teams that are interested that have the uh, at least the prospects to move to help the Orioles strengthen their their system a little bit more. What do you what do you think? What about Brock? What, what is it to him? It doesn't seem like his name is being brought up. From what I talked to a guy, he told me that that Givens is off the table completely unless they were. You know, like unless Robles wants to come, you know what I mean? Like unless the Nats are willing to go with yeah, one. Yeah, that player. was the news yesterday that that they, yeah. the Orioles were not um, looking to move Givens at all. So, um, so I don't know. I don't know. You know, relievers. Would you they, be upset if they moved your boy Brock? No, I mean, if if they uh, you know are able to get the pieces for anybody, I'm I'm not upset. You know, um, it really all depends on the deal that that they're able to make. I wouldn't be upset uh, if they trade Britain and. I wouldn't be upset if they trade Brock as long as the return is is worth making that move. Yeah, so and I'm with you. So as long as they go out and get the prospects that that, that these guys should should warrant. Um, do you see any position players moving? I, I guess what I'm trying to say, Zach, is I think that this team is in full-blown sell mode. I don't think the Helixon deal did anything to quash my thought on that either. I think that that was just some weird bury something that, on a Friday night deal. So why um, is it a bury something God. on a Friday night? I, I don't know. I have no I idea. Think- I don't think GMs are, are really care about the news cycle personally. I, I think that no, I think you're reading it, a little too much into that. Um, maybe 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 I am, but I also know that that's not a deal that. I mean, did it not, did you not scratch your head when you saw that deal? I really didn't. I, I know that that oh, you good. have. I know that that uh, that a lot of Twitter has. I mean, the Orioles' biggest need is starting pitching. I think that they consider themselves still in this race. Um, and they moved an outfielder that they never use and, uh, and a double-A uh, relief pitcher. So uh, for a, a starter who's got American League experience and you know hasn't pitched particularly great this year, but neither has the rest of the Orioles rotation. So I, you know, I didn't think it was as crazy as uh, a lot of people thought. I don't mean crazy in that it wasn't odd. It makes sense the Orioles need a starting pitcher, right? And the thing that made me crazy is two things. We dealt with the Phillies. You know how I feel about that. I think that's but that's why? not a good what idea. Did, what did the Orioles give up that that you're so worried? Well, that... how do you know though? How do you know with a guy? How about a guy you drafted like three years ago it was a top five, um, top five pick and like top five round pick, a left-handed guy pitcher, who they got to actually get the choice to do. They got the choice of this whole deal. And to me, the other thing that makes me crazy is why do we keep giving away money on the international stuff? That just it just well, doesn't make that, any sense. That does that does make me crazy. But I mean, and why if, did Kim you're, have if you're to talking go? about Kim Garrett, 
what, why? What okay, do? so Kim left because Buck never used Kim. I mean, I, I know you Buck want to blame want Dan to on this move, but Buck never used Hyunsoo Kim. So at the very least, they were able to turn him into something rather than keeping him on this roster this year and, and losing him at the end of, uh, of the season and, and never giving the guy a chance at all. So I have no problem with moving Kim. In fact, I think it's the smart move if your manager is not going to use him. Um, and as far as as far as Garrett Clevenger goes, I mean the guy's got a 6.28 ERA in Double A this year, so uh, I'm not you know too worried about his future. Um, the international stuff, I, I get that. I'm as frustrated in the Orioles' lack of interest in the international market as anybody, but I don't think that giving up a a, a Double A um, you know reliever and and an outfielder that you never played is that bad for um, for Jeremy Hellickson. And I get what you're saying about dealing with McPhail, but if they were making a huge move, if they were ma- making a, a, a much bigger move with bigger pieces in their farm system, then I'd be worried. But I, I don't think that they did nearly enough to have those type of concerns. No, what I mean by that, Zach Moore, is not as much... McPhail is all the scouts that McPhail continues to stockpile from the Orioles system because we have the least amount of scouts. And so a lot of these guys do know about it, do know our system very well. And so that, that's the only thing that scares me is because I just, you know me, I don't believe in the, it is now our scouting department now. And it's, you know, it includes a lot of people. It can include Dan, it can include, um, you know, everybody. I mean, everybody's at, at fault for some of the things that have happened in here. I'm not just blaming Dan. That's the only thing that makes me nervous. I'm not saying Clevenger is going to be great because what I heard he's, he's a reliever based Basically, right now, he's a left-handed reliever out of Oregon that, you know, Dan kind of overdrafted as it was anyways. But the Kim thing made me crazy in a way because there's really just no – you just threw him in there. I mean, just basically just said – and like you said, he's not playing anyways. But who's taking his spot? I don't know, but it, it doesn't matter because they're not Gentry, using I guess. So, so I, I don't – Well, we'll get to see him I, play, think, like you said. That was the greatest thing ever. You said at least you get to see him play now. Yeah, and, and I think, like, of expendable pieces that the Orioles have, and they have so few expendable pieces, Kim was clearly one of them, right? I mean, he's, he's a major league outfielder who gets on base that they're not using. So why not uh, use him as a, as a trade piece? Honestly, it's yeah. amazing that – that given the lack of playing time that he's been given, he was able to fetch anything, really. No, I'm with you there. I mean, it, it's going to be great. We're actually going to Philly. They're going to knock out one of those ballparks uh, next week. Uh, and so, you know, as a big Kim guy, as Kim signed his hat, looked completely despondent Saturday morning when I told him about it. But then I said, you'll actually get to see him play when we go to Philly. Problem is, from what I'm hearing up in Philly, is they got too many outfielders, too. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll Plus see. no TH. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we got the trade deadline stuff. Trade deadline stuff. Uh, we'll get into the Ravens. I don't think there's anything on the Ravens that we even need to discuss at the trade deadline. I don't <laughs> think there's anything crazy with that. Colin Kaepernick. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Thank God I'm not in town. Um, but I'm just saying with this whole Oriole deal, do you want to see wholesale changes, like big blow-up deal, or are you kind of in the mix where kind of I was and you both, both and I thought, you know, trade, uh, stay pat, that kind of thing, don't get crazy. We understood if you move Britain, not a big deal. Big, big deals. You don't want Machado things. I haven't even heard one peep in that whole deal. The only thing that I heard is Givens is off the table, Scope's off the table. I know you hate here. 
hearing this, or maybe your dad does, but I think Mancini at this point is off the table unless they're completely blown away. Yeah, I, well, I guess my thing with Mancini is that those guys are just a dime a dozen, and I don't think I think a lot of Orioles fans see see a guy who, in a very small sample, has performed at a, a decent level and think, well, that's the guy we got to build around, right? And and I I think that the league is just uh, full of those guys, right? And and I'm not quite entirely convinced that he's even one of them at this point. Um, yeah, I, I still think that uh, that being six and a half out in the American League East and five and a half out uh, in the wild card makes you in it at the trade deadline. I don't think that that means that they should be adding any pieces, but I don't think that means that they should be blowing this thing up either. Um, so I, I'm, I guess that's a, an easy way of me saying I'm glad I'm not the GM having to make that decision. Um, if somebody blows you away for a deal, you make it, but you don't go out there and actively shop your pieces intending to get rid of anything that has any value like some of the other teams are right now. Yeah, I, to- I totally agree. I, this team gets to run with um, Zach Britton next year, um, you know, bring everybody back Get Davis a little bit more healthy, get, you know, more at bats. I, I cannot, I wanted to say to you about this and know at the deadline, thing, but I have to be, to be honest with you, I know the numbers might not show it because he had such a great year last year. I'm really happy Mark Jumbo back in this team. And I didn't, I couldn't have said that back in April and, you know, even back going even further to March, I, you know, I don't think he's killing them in regards to a contract. I think that was a nice deal to get. He seems like a fantastic dude and he seems to care. And I just, I don't know, it's guys like that that I want on this team because I do still think that there's a window for this team, whether or not they blow it up with, you know, the, the, uh, the back end of the bullpen, Zach. I still think that this team is good enough. And if they go out and make a couple acquisitions in the offseason that's starting pitching, which is something this team has been harping on since you and I started doing stuff together, um, and even longer for some of those other Oriole fans, Zach, I think this team still, honestly, with the pieces that they have, the managers they have, and Manny having the year he's had this year, he can only have a better year. I mean, it's only impossible. So, you know, I don't know. Manthini, I mean, we've had some things happen here. I wouldn't mind if they moved Castillo based on that. I want to see this guy, Cisco, that everybody calls Babe Ruth play. Hmm. Um, I think jo- Joseph has shown that he's back from the, you know, the injury that, that just the crazy injury he had a couple, couple years ago. So I think this team's here, Zach. I don't think it's crazy. Besides the, the fact that we have Gossman and Bundy, the only one that I know will be in the rotation next year. Um, you know, other than that, this team's pretty much intact, whether or not they move Britain. Yeah, I mean they are. The starting pitching is still a humongous concern for them, and um, and I mean, like you said, they've got two starters basically that uh, <laughs> that they know of going forward for next year. So that's that's still a, a huge glaring hole as far as the roster goes. Um, I agree, though. I still don't think it's enough to, to totally blow this thing up, and I think that a lot of the fans that want to see that uh, don't exactly know the the pains that are going to be involved in that process for you know the next four or five seasons if, if that's the path that they decide to go so um, and, and also just keep in mind that, that the Orioles don't develop pitching real well and and don't you know I mean don't develop prospects real well in general that's uh, that's a, a big problem so if you're looking to oh rebuild and and even if you're getting a, a sure thing prospect by moving your uh, your valuable major league pieces they still have to go through this system that that hasn't produced a good starting pitcher since what uh, Mike Mussina? I mean, from you know from the get go, like, absolutely. So that's that's a, a huge concern and something that you got to keep in mind. Well, let's this we got some breaking news as we're breaking in in a podcast world. It's not really breaking because you probably already know it. it's not a big deal. But the Orioles have acquired lefty pitcher uh, Yafri Ramirez for guess what they gave up? What did they give up? International dollars. 
<laughs> that, uh, according great. to one Andrew Holly, and then uh, corroborated by our, of course, Rock and some of the other guys there that too. So great. it is very funny as we're talking about international money. We, I mean, we must have the most international money in the country. I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Why don't they take some international money and pay some new scouts? <laughs> oh, that sucks. Sorry about that, Zach. My fault. So, all right, you, you, you. Uh, I'm not letting you off the hook here without telling me. Oh, about I thought you said you guys got to get going. What the deal is with <laughs> you're you're all over this Helixon thing and Dan not being around. And I'm not letting you go until you you at least all right. fill everybody. You just want to get me in trouble, don't you? Well, you brought it up. I'm just I bringing did? it back around. I'm drinking at eleven. That's the problem. <laughs> you can't be letting me do these things this morning. In morning. Um, I heard this morning from, I would say, a very plugged-in source and people that listen to the one and nine to know who probably we are, but uh, had a nice conversation this morning, and it sounds like there's going to be a huge shakeup within the warehouse walls. Um, I think it could happen as soon as just after this trade deadline, and at worst, Zach, I think Dan Duquette's gone um, by the end of the year at the latest. There's been a couple things that have been going on. We know about, we go as far back as the Toronto situation. We know that we, we were all over that situation. Um, and some things that have happened this year in regards to some uh, draft picks been botched. There's just no communication between Dan and Peter is basically what I'm saying. And if you don't have a communication between your owner who, as much as people want to say he's he's not meddling anymore, he's still meddling. He still wants to know what's going on. What's you know wants to be updated all the time. And when the GM is basically, in my opinion, my opinion, nobody else is my opinion, afraid to call the owner for things, doing them, and then asking after, he's kind of like a guy who's you know cheats on his chicken or does something. You know what I mean? And then says sorry after. I kind of think that that's where we're at with the GM. I think he's done after 18 as it is. I just I, I don't think that they can, can coexist, and I understand where you're going to come back with, and I'm not telling you one way or another. You know how I feel about this, but Dan has had fantastic success. He has brought the Orioles back into be a contender every year. He it deserves as much credit, if not more, because of some of the players that he's brought up than even Buck. Okay, I'll, I'll admit that I have nothing wrong to say about it, but at this point, Zach, one of them has to go. They can't coexist any longer. It's been long enough, and if one's going to stay and one's going to go. I, at least I think on my side of the things, I think that it's Dan that, that it ends up going just based on the fractured relationship with the owner. Yeah. I mean, I think you're, you're, if that's the case, then I think you're probably right. That's disappointing that, uh, that, that it has to work out that way. Although we have been saying that it's going to work out that way for well over a year or so. Um, but either way, both of these guys' contracts are up after uh, 2018. So um, there will, there will. And a third baseman's. They, yeah, that as well. That as and, well. A, and a center fielder. And, the and center would, fielder. a potential closer, unless he goes today. So, you know, a lot of things will happen. I'll have, we'll continue to monitor this story. Just just know that, remember this story. I know that I'm having beer early in the morning, but I, I got this information prior to having the 390 Ale Smith. Um, and if they want to start sponsoring us, Zach, I would be okay with that. <laughs> Yeah, you, it's a you, very, very great, great, great brewery here. Did you know they have the most breweries in the world that San Diego, California does? I did not. I did not. That's crazy. That. that is like a, there's a nugget for you today. And you know I'm a more of a Tito's guy, but man, the craft brew scene out here is a show. And I will be at the ballpark you need to be at tomorrow to see my San Diego Padres play the Minnesota Twins. They're rivals from Minnesota <laughs> um, uh, tomorrow, actually. So I'll be at Petco and I'll be sending picture away and everything. And, and um. I'm telling you, it's a fantastic ballpark if you don't care about the game. <laughs> well, enjoy that. Go visit the playground, play yeah, some wiffle ball. We'll keep, and listen, hit us up too, um, whether uh, you know you hate me or you love Zach, <laughs> which is usually the case. Because tell me why 
this doesn't happen. Tell me why the, you know, going even forward, because the trade deadline will be, you know, done by the time most of you guys are listening to this. But tell us why, you know, you want the team to stay together front assets wise. And if you hate Buck too, listen, I can handle that. I would love to hear it. I mean, people beat up on Buck. They doesn't play Kim. There's all these different things. But I'm just telling you from what I've heard, they cannot coexist any longer. It's not, it's not just the two of them. It's basically a big threesome. And the one that the checks likes one one of the guys better than the other. I'll just say that. All right. All right. Well, this sounds like a replay of a show we but had I've been doing that for like a while. this time last year. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. So it just took a little longer. But um, just some things have happened throughout these last month, two months or so. And it just at this point, you just you can't keep going this way, especially with such a big offseason looming for the team. Yeah. Yeah. They shouldn't well, have signed Chris Davis, Zach. And a big trade deadline <laughs> looming for the Yeah, uh, absolutely. So we'll keep you posted there. I'm, I guarantee BaltimoreSourceReport.com on Twitter will be blowing up. We'll have all the news. I'll be doing everything. I can't my information. I've got the phone charger going. So I mean, listen, we're, we're not breaking stories on Baltimore Sports Report. We like to react to them more than anything. But, um, you know, anything, if you follow that, we, we appreciate it. And um, soon enough, we'll, we'll get into the Ravens. We'll talk. Uh, you know, previews for going forward. We'll get Andrew Hawley and get some of the other guys on there. So um, just stay with us. And, uh, you know, it's always good. Me and Zach are getting back in the mix. All right, sir. Well, I'll let you get back to the beach. Thanks, pal. All right, man. Have a good one. You too. For Jabby Burns, I'm Zach Will. Thanks for listening to Baltimore Sports Today. Enjoy your Monday and the trade deadline, and we'll talk to you again soon.